Blessed one, welcome to Inspiring Word, a life-transforming encounter with the Word of God with Bishop Steve Asari. Bishop Steve Asari is the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, the Way Cathedral. Lighthouse Chapel International is part of the United Denomination, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Steve has a unique teaching gift and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now on Inspiring Word with Bishop Steve O. Asari. Father, we thank you that everything is possible. For there is no impossibility with you. Thank you that what we thought was impossible, now by faith, they have become possible. And they are happening. They are materializing. We are seeing them live in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and let the power of the Most High God dwell in our hearts today in Jesus' name. Heal somebody, Lord. Solve somebody's problem, Lord. Bring an answer to somebody, Lord. Let somebody leave this place rejoicing because he came here to meet God. We bless you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm introducing this book, Faith Secret. It's one of our books. Faith Secret. How many want faith in your life? There are secrets in this book that will help you to live your life by faith is by Dagwood Mills. Our father wrote this book for us so that his children will walk by faith and walk in faith. Is it a powerful? Will you read? Will you get? Do you know there's a bookshop in the church? Mary, you don't know. You don't know. You know now. How did you know now? You are a law student. You don't like books. She likes to tell them. She is your love, eh? eh? Where do you you go this way to the Jolov place? Or this way? This way. So you walk past the bookshop without seeing it. Yes, like that. Because Jollof. So we have a bookshop. When you go down this way, facing the car park. Is there a sign at all? There's no sign, but there's a sign for the Jollof. Hey, problem. No, there's a sign. Okay, let's do a sign and put there that there's a bookshop here. Yes. Outside. That visible. Seeable. Yes. Will you get this book? Patience, will you get this book? Very good. Faith is important because we walk by faith. Bible says that for we walk by faith and not by sight. So every walk of your life, every move of your life is a walk of faith and a move of faith. Because for a Christian, you know, you need to believe and walk by or operate by what you believe. The song that was ministered said, Lord, I believe in you. I'll always put my trust in you. Though I can see you with my eyes. Eh? I believe in my heart. Deep in my heart, your presence I find. 
Lord, I believe. Is that not the song? Yes. Though I can't see you with my eyes, and you can't see. Yes. But deep in my heart, I find your presence. Yes. His presence is deep in your heart. It's in there. That is faith. So, a Christian, every, everyone has faith. Bible says God has given to everyone, dealt to everyone a measure of faith. Right? Everyone has a certain measure of faith. Where is that scripture? Uh, For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that's among no think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. God has dealt with every man a certain measure. But the good news is that whatever measure you have, you can build on that measure. Faith grows. Faith increases. Faith advances. Faith is not static. Like this is what you have, so that's the end of it. You grow it. You increase it. We are also taught that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the more you hear, the more you believe the word that you are hearing, the more your faith increases and your faith grows. You can grow your faith and you must grow your faith. Every time you hear the word of God, it is affecting your faith level. Not a word on faith, like I'm preaching on faith, so your faith is coming. Whatever topic it is, once it's the word of God, the scripture is read, and preaching is from the Bible, your faith is increasing, your faith is growing, and your faith is coming up. You need faith to be born again. In Ephesians 2, 8, Bible tells us that for we are, uh, what? For by grace are ye saved. Through faith. That means you cannot be born again without faith. If you say you are born again, then you have a certain measure of faith. You have a certain level of faith. But you need faith also to do other greater things. And that is where the building process is important. Yes. The building process. Your faith must be rising and rising and growing and growing, not to be diminishing because it is possible also for your faith to diminish, to go down, Um, which is also normal about life. You may believe something in a certain way then it didn't happen the way you believed it will happen. You can have two um, results of that or reactions. Somebody reaction is that I believed and it didn't happen, so now I can't believe again. Then that's it for you. Such people backslide. Yes. My distance was sick. I prayed and believed that you'll be well and he didn't get well and he died. So... I don't think prayer works, and I don't think God is there. Backsliding is what you are facing at that point. Yeah. And then there are also the people, they believe whether it happens or it doesn't happen, they believe. They are the faith people. Yeah. Because if you are a faith person, you also have disappointments. Yeah. There are things that Maybe you believe that the issue be like this. You believe it, you pray, you do everything, and it doesn't go like that. It goes the other way. Does it mean God is not there? Is God dead? My God is not dead. Yes. It's not dead, it's dead. But the difference is that the God that we are serving, he is God, and we are human beings. Occasionally, not occasionally, sometimes... He listened to us so much that he would do things um, 
opposite of what he thinks and he wants to do. Sometimes he does that. But many times he is God and he knows what he's doing. And you are man or woman or even boy or girl. As I see Sukra, who name near my pee? As I know who near was true. It in Pempe won't mean challenging young couple. Why you have done wrong at this? You should have been this. So be careful the way you challenge God. Do you understand? The way you think God has done it wrong. Oh, this time God got it wrong. Now, whatever he, if he decides that this is it, that is it. And we all flow with it. Although we wanted it the other way. But it is still true. The word of God is true. Whatever the outcome or whatever happens, the word of God is true. If after church today, just go home and then you hear that uh, something, something, I'm dead. The man was preaching about faith and life and he's dead. Then the preaching, it's not true. The preaching is true, but maybe I have to die. That's why I'm dead. And if I don't have to die, I'm not dying. Yeah. True. So always believe no matter which direction it goes. Even in the Bible, when you read, you see faith people. Um, Hebrews chapter 11 is the faith chapter. People are mentioned in the place. You find out that the people who are mentioned there, they were all people with troubles. You see... um, by faith, Abel, yes, Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Then, but what happened to Abel? Didn't they kill him? Why didn't he live by faith? He had faith to do sacrifice, but still, his brother killed him, and he yielded and died by faith. Yeah. Uh, here, uh, Abraham, uh, what? Abraham's faith. The man struggled a uh, hundred years before he got one Isaac. This is something that some people want to the They get a number of Isaacs. I want to that. It's just a little adventure. This is just a little adventure. At, uh, somebody... I know she gave birth, I don't know when she was like 16 or 17, and tried to go through life and make life, try to make life happen. Later married, got other children. And then this one that was born when she was 16 or 17 was also the same 16 or 17 secondary school. Then she was also born. This is so. Now she's worried. Now, what is it? Is it some curse or some something? You see, but that's the same thing that Abraham was fighting ah, for 100 years. What do you say? I don't know. God is God. That's all. And what the point I'm making is that every one of them, if you talk about Moses, did Moses have problems? Many problems. He had to go and stay in the wilderness for 40 years from the palace. But he's mentioned over there as one of the men of faith. And he even started from being a proper child. But he had troubles. Joseph, did he have troubles? Plenty of troubles. But he's also one of the people mentioned there as of faith. Daniel is there. He was taken into captivity. They cast him into lion's den. Now, so you, you have faith, so nothing bad should happen to you. If anything bad happens, then God is not there. God is not moving. Faith is not working. It's not like that. Maybe even those who have more faith, they will have more tests. Abraham, he has been there all this while. He, 100 years, he gets a son. And when the son is about 17 years, God comes and says, go and sacrifice the son. No, no. So by this time, even Henry, it was impossible. It happened. 
17 years after 100, I mean, that one there, if you do, the guy can't make anything work. But that's the test. And you have to overcome the test. So as your faith grows, you also have more tests and bigger tests. So if you don't want tests, then don't have faith. Then you'll be there, Satan will just, anything he wants to do, he will do with you. The day he feels like coming to boot you, come and boot you, come and kick you, come and take your money away. Anything, something good is coming to you, he'll come and intercept it. And then um, feel free with you because you don't have faith. But if you have faith, your faith will be tested. How do we know that there is faith? Only when there's test. And you are able to use your faith to overcome the test. Then we know you have faith. So expect tests, issues, problems. But you know that in all these things, we are more than conquerors. Yes. So whatever happens, you have, you have overcome already. The outcome or the result of everything is that you have the victory. That's what it is. Now, let me share with you, where is my chapter? Chapter 50. The book has a lot of chapters. Faith, are you still here? Yeah. Yeah. Faith is partnering with the invisible to accomplish the impossible. It's a chapter in the book. Is it not a book you want to have and read? Yes, if you have a chapter like this. Faith is what? Partnering with, uh uh-huh, to accomplish the invisible. That's what I was hearing. You are in partnership with some invisible power. And because of that, you are accomplishing what is impossible to other people. Oh, yes. That's faith. If you don't get anything at all, get this one today. That as you are walking around in your life, you are in partnership with an invisible power. Partnership means that the two of you are joined together in a common purpose. Yes. People have partnerships for business. So you'll be happy to have a rich man to be your business partner. Is that not so? Why? Because you provide the money you need to expand the business and to do great things. And you are blessed to have God himself as an invisible partner on your side walking with you in the things of the spirit and the things of God and the things that cannot be seen to accomplish the impossible. And God is invisible. You will not see God. Though I can't see you with my eyes, deep in my heart, your presence I find. And Lord, I believe in you. That is the uh, the invisible. Believing in the invisible. So you have a partner with you called God. He's the invisible power that is always with you wherever you are, wherever you go, whatever you are engaging, that power is with you and stands with you and rests with you and walks with you and works with you and accomplishes the impossible thing. Other people will switch off and say that this thing is impossible. It cannot happen. But because you are in partnership with the power of the invisible, for you it is possible. Oh, yes. Mark 9, 23 says that all things are possible to him that believe. All things are possible. How many things are possible? How many things are possible? All things. Everything is possible. There is nothing you relegate to the 
the, 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 the compartment of impossibility. But everything is possible. If you believe, it's possible. So the invisible one is on your side. Daniel 3, 23. He said, and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king, he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire. And they have no head. But watch this. And the form of the fourth is like the son of God. Wow. Do you remember this story? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were put in the burning fiery furnace. And the people who caught them or who organized them into the fire, they were bent. Yes, from outside the fire. The fire, it was so hot that by casting them in, it, it bent them. Then these guys, what do you think will happen to them as they land in the middle of the fire? I mean, they will die up there and roast by the time they, got, they get down there. Yeah. But they were in partnership with the invisible. So the king who was worried went to check what's happening to these people. He said, as I look, I can see four people, but it's three people we put into the fire. We cast three in, but I see four. I see four. But the wonderful thing is that the fourth person has a certain look. And the look of the fourth one is like the son of God. I don't know how he knows how the son of God looks like. But the people who operate in the power realm, they know when somebody is with you. They know when you are not alone. So although they had three people put in the fire to go and die and everything, somebody added himself to them. That is the invisible partner. God himself was there. His form is like the son of God. It's that like Jesus has come and he's walking in the fire with them. I don't know what fire you have in your life. Fire describes something that is very hard, very difficult, very uncomfortable, destructive, destroying you, and, and, and has the power to even kill you. But whatever fire and whatever difficulty, there is a fourth man. Oh, yes, there's a fourth man with you. The power of the invisible. That's why faith is partnering with the invisible to accomplish the impossible. It is impossible for you to be walking through that kind of fire, but you walk through it because that fourth man is with you. The invisible man is with you. They, they didn't know as they were doing all these things that they had, they, they, the three guys were not just there alone, but they were partnering with the invisible God. I tell you, wherever you walk, wherever you go, whatever the situation is, always remember that I am not alone. Always remember I am not alone. Always remember you are not alone. You are not in this struggle alone. You are not in this problem alone. You are not in this situation alone. But you are partnering with God. And God has come to be in it with you. That's why the psalmist can say that, Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. He is with you. I said he's with you. I said he's with you. When you sit at the interview, he's with you. When you sit at the hospital and it's like he has said something is about to happen with you, remember that he's with you over there. When people say that, look, 
there's no hope for you. The way it is, everything is yet destroyed and everything is off. Remember that you are not alone. You are partnering with the invisible to accomplish the impossible. Clap for Jesus, somebody. When Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the fire, some invisible force must have prevented them from being bent. You are in the fire and you are not burning. Invisible force. Mm. Indeed, there was an invisible power working with the three men. King Nebuchadnezzar saw the fourth man who was invisible to others. There is an invisible power partnering with every man of faith. And I'm saying that those who walk in the realms of power, they see. Yes. So demons will see the invisible power walking with you. They say that, ah, as you are walking, you are not alone. There's somebody with you. There's somebody with you. Who is this person? Who is walking with you? Even you, you don't even know because the thing is invisible. But they will see that who is this? There's somebody walking with you. You will never be alone. That invisible power is on your side. You can't see. Though I can't see you with my eyes. Deep in my heart, your presence, I find. I believe in you. Can you believe? I said, can you believe? I said, can you believe? I said, can you believe? The people who overcome are the believers. Those who believe are the ones who overcome. To overcome is for believers. Yes. Because as for the situations of life, they are there. If you haven't seen, maybe you just came on earth. But there's plenty here. We who have been here a little while. We have seen a lot. Have you seen any situations on earth already? In your nice boat, I, you still have seen situations. You'll find it. It's there. But you are overcoming one after the other and after the other. And even when it gets to a point and it's like they finish with you, this is the end of it. You'll still come up again. You'll still come up. Job um, chapter 7. Job 7. Give me verse 12. Uh-huh. I see. Eh? 13. I can't read why I say I read. 14. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I didn't get There's hope for a tree. Give me that verse. Just search hope for a tree. For there's hope for a tree. If it be cut down, that it will sprout again. And that the tender branch thereof will not cease. There's hope for a tree. And there's hope for you. If the tree is cut down, it will sprout again. It will come up again. There's hope for you that whatever it is about you that seems like it casts you down and finish you, you will come up again. Even when they say this is the end of it, you will come up again. Look at verse 15. Verse 8. Though the root thereof wax old in the earth and the stock thereof die. Verse 13. The root thereof wax old in the earth and the stock thereof die. Verse 9, please. 9. Yet through the scent of water, it will bud. When it's cut down, there's hope. Through the scent of water. Water is what? The washing of water by the word. Water is the word that brings what? What do you get from the word? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So as the word of God comes and your faith comes, it's the scent of water that is coming around. And he said that by the scent of water, it will bad again. You should clap for this revelation. I don't know why you are looking at me like that. Scent of water. 
It's not just that water has been poured, water has been poured, but the scent, just the scent of it. So I don't know what broke you down the other day. I don't know what it is that looks like it finished you and this is the end. There's some scent of water, which is the word of God. The scent of water is the word of God that is around you. Say it will bad. That means it will come up again and bring forth bowels like a plant. You are about to bring forth bowels. You are about to be fruitful and do great and powerful things that you haven't done before. Even though you went down the other time, you will not stay down there. Anybody who goes down at any time, remember this scripture that there's hope for a tree. That when it is cut down, it will still come up again. It will grow again. It will bud again. The scent of water will come around and it will begin to grow again. When they come, I say, is that not the tree we cut down? Yes, that's the tree you cut down. But you don't know the secret that when the scent of water comes around, it will grow again. That's what it is. Partnering with the invisible to accomplish the impossible. Hebrews eleven twenty-seven to 30. By faith, he forsook Egypt. This is Moses. Not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured seeing him who is invisible. Can you see what is invisible? You can't see. But in the spirit, you can see. So underline that one in your Bible. Are you still here? Where is it? He endured... As so Moses, when he ran away from Egypt and was staying in the wilderness, hopeless place. Wilderness is a hopeless place. Like there's no hope. You don't see anything. You don't see any. It's just desert or kind of field. That's why God was able to keep the people of Israel there confused for 40 years. Because there's no road. You can't see where you are and where you are going. And he said that when, whilst he was there, he endured. Why? He was seeing him who is invisible. What cannot be seen by faith, you will see. See the invisible. See the invisible. See the invisible. See the invisible. People can't see, but you can see. They think this is the end, but you say, no, this is not the end. I can see the other side, and I can see the hope which is coming from this other side. You see the invisible. Though, or through faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch him. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. Wow. It was just telling us some of the things that faith can just do. Faith can divide the sea so that you walk through like tiled floor like this. Walls of Jericho that nobody could penetrate. So it's not possible to bring it down. He said, go round once, then come and eat and sleep. Go round once, come and eat and sleep. Do that for six days. On the seventh day, go round seven times. The seventh time, just shout. And then all the walls collapse. And this is Jericho, which is now open free for attack. I don't know what Jericho walls are around your issues and your things and your life, but by faith, any such walls of impossibility, they are breaking down, they are collapsing, they are coming down by the power of God. That's what faith is able to do. I'm telling you, you see, it may sound crazy, unbelievable, but if you walk by faith, you must be ready to have a crazy mind to agree with crazy things. 
the impossible. That's why we call them the... It's not possible for you to stand there and any river, even Koli Lagoon, will not open for you if it's still there. But it takes a certain level of faith to believe these things. If you like, you can shout ah, in this church whether this building will come down. Yes. Then you say, oh, but it doesn't work. No, it is a certain level of faith of believing that there's something that is impossible. But there are circumstances that God makes it possible by faith. Faith is the creating of an active partnership with the invisible to accomplish the incredible. Faith is what? The act, the creating of an active partnership with the invisible to accomplish the incredible. Hebrew 4. Yes. So, you appreciate these things as you read the stories of the people who are called, your friend is saying, faith people in the Bible. When you read about Joseph, you can understand somebody who is sent, sold as a slave, and he's in the slave master's house, and then very soon, he becomes the boss of the whole house. Said that even the madam of the house is submitting to him. Oh, what a boss. Suddenly, it's, it's not possible. You are only a slave. Even the man of the house sees that, look, God is blessing me. Things are working for me because of this slave I have. Wouldn't you treat such a person well? Wouldn't you make him great? Wouldn't you make him feel like he's so great and so good? The day he leaves your house, trouble will come into your house. So you not even see him as a slave. You see him as the source of your prosperity. He's the reason why you are prospering. He's the reason why. I said, the man saw and realized that everything was working well in the house because of Chapter 39, put it on the screen. Joseph was brought down to Egypt, Port 5 officer, captain, Ishmaelite, verse 2. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. A slave is a prosperous man. They say you are black, so you should be poor. That's not what they say. What they write. Poverty is in Africa with black people. Even those who went abroad because of their color. They are the poorest of the poor people there because of this. Yes, but we are reading in the Bible that a slave is called what? A prosperous man. Prosperous means what? He had money. He had fridge. He had shoes. He had anything that when you see with somebody, you say the person has prospered. A slave has prospered. Are you a slave? So why you don't want to prosper? By faith. You are prosperous. Come on! And he was in the house of uh, his master, the Egyptian. Verse 3. Look, and his master saw that the Lord was within the invisible force was with this guy called Joseph. He was in partnership with the invisible. This is what they will say about you. Somebody will employ you to do work for him. He said that, hey, the guy I brought into my office, since he came, things are very different over here. It looks like there's something different about this guy. And you, you prosper out of that. That is Joseph, a slave who is prosperous. Ah. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Wow. And Joseph found grace in the sight and served him. And he made him overseer over his house. 
and all that he had, he put into his hand. I mean, you can call this one like the chief of staff. A slave who is now from Opare. This is Joseph. By faith, instead of you being there, being beaten and being maltreated and everything as a slave, they make you the chief of staff of the house because under you everything prospers. Verse 5. And it came to pass from that time that I made him about here in the house that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. Oh. If because I'm working for somebody, God will bless that person. Then what about me myself? Is it am I not the one who has the blessing? I am commanding the blessing, and because of that, it be about so. I'm the reason for the blessing. How can I be the reason for the blessing and I am not blessed? But you are blessed because I'm connected to you. Now, it's from me. I am the blessing. And because you are connected to me, once we be account, you are the blessed one. A faith person is always a blessed person. Yes. Yes. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house. And even in the field. Verse chapter 19 in the book. Every bad situation is reversible by faith. John eleven thirty eight to 40. Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, take ye away the stone, matter. The sister of him that was dead said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he had been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, said I not unto thee that if thou wouldst believe, thou should see the glory of God. What did Jesus say? Put it in another version. Put it in um, NASB. This verse 40. Yeah, Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Eh? Is that not what I've said? If you believe, you will see the glory of God. You see, this is Lazarus who is dead. Four days, they sent for Jesus when he was sick. Jesus didn't come. The man died. Jesus didn't come. The funeral, Jesus didn't come. And then four days after the funeral, Jesus has now arrived. And when he came in, instead of bringing his funeral donation, he said they should go and open the grave. <laughs> and then he said, ah, Jesus, I didn't want to say. It looks like you don't understand what is. I said, Lazarus, he died and he was buried four days ago. I just came to show you that he is here. And we should open, do you know what happens to a person four days after death? Ah, ah, when it's not in a mug, Jesus, you don't understand. Then this is Jesus' response. Martha, what are you talking about? Didn't I say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? And I'm saying the same thing to somebody today. If you believe, you will see the glory of God in your life. The beauty of God in your life. The promotion of God in your life. The upliftment of God in your life. If only you can believe, you will see it. If you can believe, you will see it. If you can believe, you will see it. If you can believe, you will see it. Every, what did I say? Every bad situation is reversible by faith. Yes. A person who is dead for four years, four days, he said, open. He opened the thing. He said, Lazarus, sorry, bro. Yeah. And then the guy got up and he came. That, that time they bind them. So I'm sure that he was just hopping like this and coming. What would you have done if you were there? <laughs> you run and fall into the, the grave yourself.
I tell you, every bad situation is reversible. Look, don't stay in it and say that this thing happened to me, so I'm dead for life. No, it's reversible. It's changeable. It's reversible. It's changeable. It's reversible. It's changeable. In the name of Jesus. It, look, it looks like bad. Don't we have the scripture? Romans 8.28, which we quote, for we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to them which are called according to his purpose. It will work for your good. It looked like a bad situation at the time it happened. A bad thing happened to you, but God turns that bad thing around and then at the day, end of the day, it has rather come to help you. What was sent to come and destroy you will be the same power and the same force that will help you in your life. So don't just resign to something that happened, something you have, something in your family, something about your life five years ago, two years ago, something that you didn't like and said that that's how it is. That's not how it is. I came to tell you today that that's not how it is. Impossible things. As you partner with the invisible, impossible things become possible in your life. Incredible things. Incredible, incredible means what? Unbelievable. When you say it, people will think that you are mad. Is that not how the Bible is? If you talk about the things that have been said, that's why some people can't believe in the Bible, that a whole sea was open and people walked through. And then they would do all kinds of theories about tides and, you know, this kind of thing that it was low tide at the time. So then the water level went very low and something, something. I mean, you can explain it anyhow. If you say that they went around the Jer- Jericho and the wall came down, you say, what happened was that just around that time, there was a 7.8 uh, earthquake <laughs> in Jericho that brought the world down. So it's just a coincidence. You can explain anyhow. But faith people are like mad people. Because when you read about the thing, you, say, you can easily say that this thing is not possible. It's not true. It didn't happen. By all the things we read in the Bible, they happened and they are true. And that is to help you believe that the things that are written are for you. Oh, yes. It's reversible. It's changeable. A man disappointed you two years ago. God is giving you some, somebody far better than that one. In the name of Jesus. Your business collapsed. God is giving you something better than that business which you had at that time. It is reversible. It's changeable. It's reversible. It's changeable. It's reversible. By faith, it is changeable. What went wrong, it will come back to be a better thing for you. In the name of Jesus. Don't stay in it. Don't leave it there. It's dead for four days. That's the end of it. When Jesus comes, the invisible partner comes on the scene. It's a completely different story because the invisible partner has come. and said, don't tell me about four days. What is four days? Lazarus, they are sorry, bro. Yeah. And tempt him. He came, said, lose him. And find Lazarus, come, sit down. Let's get some uh, gobe to make ourselves happy. Yes, because that house, Jesus used to eat there. Bah, until they will share food and be happy. Um, put that scripture there. Uh, is it 15.4? Romans 15.4. I finish. Romans 15.4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime, eh? were written for our learning that we through patience and the comfort of scriptures might have hope. What's the relationship between hope and faith? Yes, you said what? But faith is what? The evidence of things hoped for. So you must first have hope. 
before you can have faith. So the scriptures for our learning gives us hope. Hope is that you have an expectation, a general expectation of a good outcome. A general expectation of a good outcome. Something good is coming. Something good will happen. Something good is coming. Something good is happening. And that might be your heart all the time. That when you are there, instead of imagining some storm coming for your life and some evil thing coming for your life, you must always have an expectation of a good thing coming. That's hope. And it becomes faith when it is specific to a situation. So what Jesus said to Martha, if thou can believe, then what? Thou shalt see the glory of God. That should give Martha hope that Jesus is able to do, even at this time, he still can do. Then when it comes to the specific, is the faith that this four days dead Lazarus can still come out of the grave and come and stay in the house again. Yeah. But hope is always believing, always looking for a brighter something and a better something. Don't be gloomy about life. Your out- outlook for life is only gloomy and gloomy. Some bad things. Do you feel that sometimes? Especially the melancholics. Eh? It's a common trait. Yeah. Always, Ish, what is about to happen? What is coming? What am I hearing? What is it? No, 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 no. Always look out for a good thing is coming. A good thing is coming. A good outcome. A good everything. And then when it comes to the specific things that you have to apply faith on, you apply your faith for this particular thing. I am standing here with the invisible and believing God for a great outcome. Rise up. Lift your hands like this. The disciples said to Jesus, Oh Lord, increase our faith. You want to just say a prayer like that, Lord, increase my faith. Let, let there be more faith. Let faith increase in my life. Kadaba, satata, mandibidibi, kadaba, mandikadaba, labru, kadaba. Instead of, instead of looking at, sometimes you are married, but it's as if something bad is about to happen to my marriage. Why? Pray that your outlook about the marriage is that look. This thing, it is working and it is going to work better. In spite of the problems we have now or some issues have come up or something is not a certain way. All that I know is that what God has put together will surely work well. You are starting business and you are just looking at the people who did it and they failed. This one did and it didn't work. This one did and it didn't do this. This one didn't have anything good. But you... You are a different person. As you start and as you put your hand to it, you believe that this thing I'm starting, it is going to work out and it's going to bring good results. Pray for yourself. Thank you. Put your hand on your chest like this. I'm praying for somebody who is faced with difficult issues, difficult problems. That makes you break down. That makes you give up. 
that makes you cry. That makes you think that you are finished. That brings hopelessness. It's like I can't see anything good. But I pray for you at this time. Let life that comes from the word of faith now enter into your heart. Let life that comes from the word of faith enter into your heart. Let hope now begin to brighten your environment. When you look out there, may you see light. May you see brightness. When you close your eyes, May you see light. light. May you see brightness. brightness. Yes, my eyes are closed. But everything looks bright and lighted around me. The glory of God. If I can believe, I will see the glory of God. May the Holy Spirit help you to believe. And may you see the glory of God. May the Holy Spirit help you to believe. And may you see the glory of God. May the Holy Spirit help you to believe. And may you see the glory of God. Amen. May somebody walk in miracle. Amen. May somebody walk in power. Amen. So may somebody walk under the power of God. Amen. With impossible things Amen. becoming possible in Amen. your life. The manifestation of the impossible. Partnering with the invisible to accomplish the impossible. Mm. What is impossible become possible Amen. to you. What they said might be written off. For you, it will be alive in you and it's still working. There is nothing impossible. There's nothing impossible. There's nothing impossible. There's nothing impossible. You go out of here today, walking in your Mm. miracles. Diseases are healed. Things that are not well in your body are put in their right place. Everything is put in the right place now. Your body is functioning perfectly from today in the name of Jesus. Your business is functioning perfectly. Your ministry is functioning perfectly in the name of Jesus. What looked like hopelessness is now back on track. It's back on track. It's back on track. It's back on track in the name of Jesus. Put your hands together and shout a big amen. Amen. Shout your loudest amen. Oh, I believe. Amen. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. I believe. Lord, we believe in you. We believe in you. Thank you for the joy that we have in you. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. And we are living this place strong. Stronger than we came. Oh yes, far stronger. Because we have hope, we have faith, we believe. Partnering with the invisible. We are seeing an accomplishment of the impossible. Oh yes, and every bad thing that ever happened, it can be restored. It can be changed by faith. And whatever bad thing ever happened in our life, today is the day of change. And it is changed already. In Jesus' name. Amen. Close your eyes. I want to give my life to Jesus today. Pastor, pray for me that my name will be written in the book of life. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand so I'll pray with you. I need Jesus. I want to be born again. Lift up your right hand to God. I need Jesus. I want to be born again. Your hand is lifted. Come to me here. I want to pray for you right in front here. Come. Come to Jesus. Somebody. Come, come, your hand is lifted. My friend over there, come to Jesus. Come, come to Jesus. Today is your day for life, to receive the life of Jesus. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I am a sinner. Please forgive me my sins. Wash me in the blood. From today. I am born again. 
born again. I'll follow Jesus. I'll follow Jesus. Come, into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Be my Savior. Thank you for dying for Thank me. Thank you for dying for Amen. me. Amen. May God establish your feet Amen. to always stay close seven Amen. until the day your name will be called up in heaven. Amen. 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 God bless you for listening. We invite you to join us this Sunday. Our Doxa service is at 7.45 a.m. and Victory service at 10 a.m. Our Victory Prayer service is on Saturdays at 6 a.m. Like and subscribe to Bishop Steve Asari-DHMM on Facebook and YouTube and Lighthouse Chapel International-HQ. May God bless you and protect you. Angels cry, singing high.